You're listening to Crystal and Emily on Love Your Shelf, the best librarian podcast in the extensive and highly competitive field of librarian podcasts. Oh, hello there. Why, hello. (laughs) You come here often? Every week, just about. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. What a coincidence. <laughs> Monday through Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a few things today. I'm afraid that I'm going to, well, I'm going to try to give myself a time limit because otherwise I would chat your ear off about this Ooh. book that I just finished. You've been busy this week? Uh, or last week? Yeah. Yeah. In fact. Nice. Um, yeah. This, this book. I mentioned last time that I was about to start it or that I had started it uh-huh. uh, and I was so excited about it and um, it was so much better than what I was expecting. So Yay! Yes. Oh, isn't that the best? It is and it's such a, I mean, I think it, I used to have that experience a lot more than I do now. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe I'm jaded or uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. But um, it was definitely like a throwback to a style and an approach and right and like references and stuff that I used to be really into. So it was it was a nice little uh, uh, change of pace. Yes, that's so fun to be. I don't know, have those old feelings and yeah, in a good way. Yeah, and so and kind of with that, and then the other things that I you know kind of consumed the past week, it was kind of like um, I'm trying to balance like the darkness. And right. the light stuff, you know, right? Because I've got, yeah, <laughs> I don't always do that. I don't, or I'm not right, <laughs> but I am trying. And, and sometimes uh, you don't realize that until it's too late, and you're like, "Man, okay, I've just been reading and watching all darkness, and uh, here I am stuck yes. in the darkness." <laughs> yes. So I really enjoyed the book, um, and it was it was pretty twisty and dark, um, and then started another one that was real dark so i put that aside yeah and uh, turned on some stand-up comedy so we'll talk about all nice. of those things <laughs> good yay good because i um yeah for the i didn't do much this week in the way of entertainment and um which is super disappointing i've been busy for i feel like the first time since march so um i'm a little out of practice <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's strange how like the pace of your life changes and yeah, sometimes it, it can be, I'm sure everybody's going through this or has gone through this recently, but yeah, it's uh, disconcerting and yes, unsettling. It's yeah, it is. <laughs> but anyway, well, so uh, yeah, tell me, tell me what to watch and read. Okay. <laughs> so Maxwell's Demon by Stephen Hall is the one that I mentioned last time mm-hmm. that, um, and he's also wrote, he wrote uh, Raw Shark Text. And it was, I didn't, like, he, I thought he was just like a one-hit wonder. He went off the radar, uh-huh. hadn't written anything in a long time. And then I saw that this is coming out, and it's actually coming out in April. So I'm going to cool. get everybody really hyped for something that you have to wait for a few months. Right, for right, right. <laughs> You'll enjoy it even more. Yes. I hope. <laughs> yes. So that's the one that I said, um, as I, I was describing the beginning, where the the man or the writer hears his father's voice who's been dead for seven years. And that's, mm-hmm. that's like yes. the setup. Yes. And there is no way 
that I could possibly describe to you the anything about the story. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, well, okay. Uh, Let's get specific, but just everything. <laughs> yeah, even, like, the setting, it's just, it's really, it's, I'm going to make it sound complicated, and I don't want it, people to be, like, put off by that, because it's also mm-hmm. an enjoyable read. Like, right, right. Um, it's it's fun, and, and at first, it's a little slow to start, which I've noticed um, that has been kind of a, an issue in some of the books that I've read lately, like um, uh-huh. The Only Good Indian by um, Stephen Graham Jones. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, okay, thought this was going to be horror or you right, know, thrilling. Right, right. Um, but, but that slow build is really, really effective. And right. he, the, the writer is the main character, and he often, like, breaks into speaking to you oh that's funny breaks that fourth wall a little bit yeah but just just not not so much that it's obnoxious you know sometimes that can be distracting yeah um but just enough where you go "Mm, wait did he just ask me something you know yeah a little uh (laughs) i feel like phoebe waller bridge perfected that yes on a flea bag oh yeah she does she owns that Yeah. yeah as far as the screen goes yeah yeah um but there's just lots of moments where you you go wait what's happening what's real what's <laughs> and then he also talks about um how writers or you know how authors interact with their audiences and you know mm-hmm. we were talking about last time was about entropy is what he was describing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but with uh, writers and their and their audiences it's um it's a matter of time. So we read the book at whatever pace we're going at, you know, mm-hmm. so usually consuming it pretty quickly, but it could have taken that writer, you know, a decade to craft right. that sentence, oh, you know, man. Yeah. and, or, you know, what, however much time it is. And at first I was like, oh, okay. So he's, you know, saying, yeah, it's been a while since I wrote it. <laughs> but yeah, I've been working yeah. on this for a long time, but actually it kind of turns in on itself and it, the book is about writing and imagination and and um, mystery and it's mm-hmm. it's see and it's really like you know like like I said it's got all this discussion of entropy and science and there's religion thrown in there like uh-huh. ancient and how how um, ancient peoples viewed a lot of these things that we see you know differently now and right and uh just so much going on but it's at its heart it's like a mystery novel basically how crazy and fun yes (laughs) and there's a that but yeah yeah and there's a book that's um at the center of it you know like a fictional Mm -hmm. fictional book (laughs) fiction fiction (laughs) uh, metafiction and so um in these fictional characters and anyway i don't want to give anything away but um i just i can't say enough about it and i can't wait for other people to read it so that mm-hmm. i can talk to them you about can talk it. to people about it. yes <laughs> well i and, really uh, am yeah i'm just so happy for you that i know you were you had high hopes for it so yeah that's great yeah it's gonna be one of those that i'm gonna reread and there are also parts i can't really explain where the text is done in a, in a strange way mm-hmm. to resemble something else. And mm-hmm. so that was a little bit hard to read. So I kind of maybe skimmed that a little bit. And I, th- sure. I think going back and, and 
reading taking it again. the time to yeah. yeah unpack that a little bit yeah but the first time I, I just great. yeah yeah first time I just wanted to like find out what was going on you know? yes yes no <laughs> I I definitely do that when I read sometimes I'm I'm not always great about going back but um hey I think that's okay <laughs> yeah well so I can't recommend that more highly and it, it references um a hero with a thousand faces by Joseph Campbell which I've mentioned before mm-hmm. in um Borges which is a, a writer who uh I really love and um who's a, a master of like just mind-bending mm-hmm. short stories and metafiction so very cool very cool but uh so then I picked up The Shining Girls by Lauren Bukes mm-hmm. and I equal to The Shining I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yeah I didn't even think about that The Shining Girls like the little twins yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I guess they're not that. twins the sisters or whatever they are well, yeah. yeah they're wearing twin clothes <laughs> yeah anyway. so this writer wrote another book I liked recently called Afterland that I talked about here mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be good um, yeah. but I just it's about a man who is super creepy and gross who <laughs> <laughs> just terrible who is stalking these young girls Uh, now there's a sci-fi yeah there's a sci-fi element to it but just on the surface of it it's just like a creepy stalking guy you know sure and 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 you know little children so i was like i think i'm gonna put that one aside Mm, yeah um, for a minute but um it's it was you know what i read was like very very like edge of your seat you know uh-huh it uh-huh. was good and and what ultimately is going to happen is that it, it turns the tables on this guy so he you know he's going to become the hunted but right which, um yeah it's satisfying but until then oof, until then yeah. it's hard to swallow you know right right um so i prior to these two i read um furiously happy a funny book about horrible things by Jenny Lawson and I may have mentioned it before but I read it again or read it more closely mm-hmm. um and it is it's it's humor but it's um she's talking about serious stuff you know yeah yeah um, and she's also I think I heard about her well the book was a, a New York Times bestseller a few years mm-hmm. ago uh, but I heard of her originally on Twitter she's okay. one of those that like you know got famous tweeting right <laughs> can um, you imagine <laughs> yeah and so it's it's about depression and mental illness but mm-hmm. you know um and the cover i think it was just it was a book that came out probably not long after i started in this job and had you know purchased it for the library uh-huh and the cover is so hilarious and for some reason it was like at the end of a of a book of a shelf uh-huh. You know, so I would see the cover all the time. Oh, and it's yes. like a little raccoon puppet <laughs> thing that looks crazy. It's like that haunted your dreams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, um, it was just one of those. I just kept seeing that book all the time, and so I read it and then reread. You're like, it, but... fine, fine, I'll read it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get this raccoon puppet away from me. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, so that that's uh, that's my reading selections for the week, Excellent. and then yeah, then I um, 
let's see. I watched Flack, which is on what Prime is that? with Anna Paquin. And oh, wait. Is it about maybe it's on HBO. Is it's on it HBO about, or like, Prime. Some kind of company or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay, she's okay, yeah. she's uh I guess like PR management for okay. celebrities. Okay. And um, it's set in the UK and or like I guess it's set set in, yes in London, but um, it, it's it's like a little bit of you know fun. It's it's kind <laughs> of I mean it, it's dark you know because you can imagine like celebrities are oh gosh people. yeah yeah so you know they have to cover up for these people but it's pretty creative like the things that they do cool. and and she her character has a lot of problems um there's been a couple of different series that kind of delve into that so it's into a like little the bit. same you mean main characters with yeah the there was same a, kind of issues you're talking about right there was a, a i can't think of the title but courtney cox was in it a few years ago huh. about tabloids huh. and it was kind of the same thing, like all of the seedy underbelly and, and how these like these particularly like really uh, with it, young uh-huh. women and how they're kind of killing it like um, in their careers, but then they have right. all these like emotional problems and all this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty good. And then Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't decide I couldn't decide if I was interested or not. So Yeah. I would, would give it a shot. Give it a shot. Then, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but if that it's not if you're not into like that kind of thing, like sometimes I find that amusing. Day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and other times I'm like, I don't want to hear about a celebrity. Yeah, if <laughs> if I'm feeling really down, honestly something like that might cheer me up weirdly because I'm like I can't relate to this at all I'm doing okay (laughs) you know what I mean like I don't live that live in that world yeah my life Um, is absolutely wholesome compared to these yes yes it makes me feel a lot better so um I'll wait until I'm in a deep depression to watch it (laughs) and just wallow with the the film uh just kidding i'll probably need something to start soon so (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's been my problem so i haven't really landed on something that i was super into so i started re-watching veep oh my gosh (laughs) i've been wanting to do that i i never finished the series and i can't remember why oh yeah it's one of those that i um kind of watched one or two and it didn't really grab me and then i got really into it and watched it you know I love Veep. I think it is, first of all, we should put out a, a warning. If you are, have a problem with bad language, yeah, it's pretty being raunchy. ugly to each other, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's like, you know, the other side of flack. So this yeah. is like, you know, the behind the scenes of the white house yeah Yeah. everyone is terrible at least in this yeah i mean i don't know what it's really like but um well yeah yeah, what's funny about it is that yeah like they sometimes it's hard to even tell like what side of the aisle they're on in that show because everybody's so bad absolutely and then you know so it doesn't really matter like what your what your personal politics are yeah a lot of it is about ulterior motives and how right you know everyone has them in that world (laughs) and um 
but I think Julia Louis-Dreyfus is, first of all, oh, I adore her. She's one of yeah. my favorite actors, comedians of all time. Um, it's a perfect role for her. It is. She nails it. She nails it. She's and so the funny. other the other actors as well, they're all so specific and, yes. and how they interact with each other. It's, yes. It's they're great. not your typical comedy tropes you know what I mean I yeah mean, no so creative and um and honestly I feel like that's a good one to watch if you need to get some anger out <laughs> right just right. like the the name calling is um yeah again it's pretty oh, it's crass, so rampant. but yeah. so creative and hilarious <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> and her I think this go around I'm really really into um her body man the yes the, the guy who oh like, my gosh what is his name it's tony hale but tony hale yeah i can't think of what his name is in the and i should because she calls his name just constantly yeah. yeah oh but he's so good <laughs> yeah oh yeah and i there was some stuff that like when i'd watched it before i wasn't watching it closely because it's you know it's comedy you kind of just flip yes. it on you know yes you can do but that there was some stuff like that he's married uh-huh. which is a surprise to everybody <laughs> right and and then like his interactions with his wife and then how he feels about the yes. vice president and yes and it's just it's very clever how you never see the president yes it's all about her and not her side of the yes i know. love that she asks at least once once an episode did the president call and the answer <laughs> is always no <laughs> yeah it's it is very very clever Man, yeah, I need to I need to go back and watch that one. That's a good one. I also caught this thing called Spycraft. It's on Netflix. Oh. And I know, I was like, hmm. But it's it was actually very intriguing and I I watched it because I was going to, you know, tell my nephew he should check it out, but uh-huh. um, then I ended up watching the whole thing. Ooh. And it's little episodes about different kinds of spycraft over the years you know so like things that were developed like during the cold war and cool. how they um would like bug entire buildings and it's just it's just oh, fascinating i think i can i came home and i think nick was watching this the other day um and i, I he turned it, it off really he turned it off when i sat down but um yeah i'll have to go back and watch it I, it sounded cool yeah, like they were, they went through, I think it was maybe some embassy, but in, in Russia. Uh-huh. And they said, well, we would have to, like, to get rid of all the bugs, we would just have to, like, take off the top half of the building. And <laughs> it was just, they were every single place. Oh, and my then, gosh. So that's when, like, there's an episode that's on, like, on bugs and stuff like that. And then there's uh-huh. um, other kinds of technology, as it, you know, as it, as it uh, gets more and more not higher stakes but the the technology changes things so much and... sure sure anyway yeah. yeah it talks about like particular spies and and the people who are involved and what they accomplished or failed at and right anyway so it was it wasn't there wasn't that much to it but you know it wasn't well, like a super long think, series but yeah no but i think that's cool i mean you know we think of spies and we think of i don't know what's a spy movie James Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't I mean it's just such a a fantasy and so to us and I think that um yeah, it's cool. There are people that are actual spies. And real life can sometimes be just as wild as yeah. a movie. Yeah. Oh gosh, I bet. 
man. Well, so then I was looking for um, some lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. And so I looked back at uh, the meltdown with mm-hmm. um, Kumail Longiani and Jonah Ray. And it was back, I think it was on, oh, I don't know, several years ago. And it's when it was like, you know, out and popular. Now it's on uh-huh. on Netflix or something. And I think Netflix. Is it a reality thing or is it? Um... No, it's stand up. Oh, okay. It's, oh, okay. It was cool. recorded in, uh, in like the basement of a comic book store. Uh-huh. And it was like this underground place where they had been having these um, comic uh, mm-hmm. performances for a long time. And then they just started airing them. So it's real quirky. And, uh, but it's, like all of the cool kid comics went on yeah i adore camille nagiani i think he is um just really charming and obviously funny yeah and his his wife um is like the showrunner you know oh cool i love their partnership yeah yeah and then they have like the behind the scenes of all the other comedians in the green room as they're listening to the one who's out you know on the stage yeah and how fun yeah, it's good. So, but I had seen them all before, so I was, you know, just kind of skimming through like the best ones. Uh-huh. And then last night, um Tiffany Haddish has a a series called They Ready, which Oh, I saw it. I okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I had watched watch the first it, yeah. season and then this is the second season that just came out. And it's pretty good. Those you know, it's like with anything when you've got like a series that's different performers each time like, for uh-huh. each episode. You know, some are hit or miss, but um, but there was some some pretty funny laugh out loud moments. And so, and I'm not. Is it? Is it all? St- I'm confused on what it it is. Is it stand yeah, up? Yeah, it's stand up. And she okay. Um, you know, she did stand up for a long time before she like mm-hmm. broke through. And so, uh-huh. this show is like is her kind of giving a hand up to these people who've been comedians for years and years, but just never like made it on TV or. Yeah. Or, you oh, know, that's great. Yeah. I mean, she, she, you know, talks about how she lived out of her car for a while when she was mm-hmm. before she was um, successful. And, um, yeah, that's great. I think she, I mean, she's obviously super hilarious. Yeah. And some of these people had, you know, have traveled the world doing comedy for years and years, decades. But for whatever reason, they just, you know, they, didn't get out of that level of it or whatever. Right. You know? So they've had right. success and, and like one guy was even, you know, like um, Dave Chappelle's mentor, but mm-hmm. just, you know, just didn't break out. So I will say that it made me a little, I don't know. It gave me a bit of a pause mm-hmm. because it, it feels t- like a tiny bit, like she's kind of, you know, I don't know, kind of, not looking down on them but like Mm. here i have all this success so yeah i'm gonna give you a little taste yeah i don't know because she is i mean she's cocky that's kind of her attitude my my sister was saying she saw her on a talk show recently and the other guest was the guy who's the bachelor um (laughs) on the bachelor and um she was asking him like you know well did you walk away with a girlfriend or whatever and he was like well you'll just have to wait and find out and she was like, well, come find me, you know, if it doesn't work out. And he kind of said some, I don't know, but basically she was like, I promise I make more money than her. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she does, yeah. 
yeah, I could see that. I could see that kind of coming off as, um, or just that attitude coming off as a little, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But anyway, but ultimately they all seemed like they appreciated it. That's what I kept waiting for them to be like, okay, you're not giving us a handout. You know, we've been right. doing this for a long time. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's but, good then. Yeah. That's good. And then I saw the, um, SNL this week. Was oh, with yeah, Dan I Levy. watched SNL, too. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I love Dan Levy. It I wasn't a, it too. wasn't the best episode, but mm-hmm. he was great. I felt like he was great in yeah. everything he did. But I agree. The ep- I mean, it wasn't a bad episode, but it was. Um, yeah, it was a decent episode. I'll say yeah. that. The skit on Zillow was. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, was I was like, like, what are they about to say? And then I was like, oh, OK. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it was so surprising. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious because I love Zillow. I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I was like, okay, this is one of those things where you have to say, well, I feel seen because yep, I found myself doing this. Yep, absolutely. And I would never <laughs> have admitted that probably to anybody, but no, nope, you know, yeah. Where you just like, you're not alone. <laughs> Yeah. So if you don't know, I guess Zillow is, you know, where you can go and look at house listings, mm-hmm. property listings. And, you know, so they that's like what these 30 somethings do in this skit. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, talk about their, their love of, uh, of Zillow. Oh, yeah. Of Zillow. And looking at other people's houses. Yeah. You'll never imagine be able to yeah. I liked it. Somebody said something about, you know. I don't want to move to North Carolina, but if I did, I could, you know, live in a mansion or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing, because I am giving myself a time limit, is <laughs> I watched um, the movie Bliss. Oh, okay. What's that? With Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek. Oh. And just came out, like, I don't know, very, very, very recently. Never heard and... of it. And what a pair. I would never... It is. It's a very odd together. <laughs> exactly. And the director is one who uh, he wrote he wrote and directed a movie called Another Earth several oh, years yeah. ago. I watched that, yeah. Which yeah, which I thought was really good. Um mm-hmm. with the actress who was um well who's also done a lot of other really cool stuff, Brett Marling. But um I don't know. Bliss, I would say, go into it maybe with just, (laughs) it wasn't Bliss, no, but it it was interesting. Okay. Um, Let me say, okay, so it's basically this like sad sack guy who hates his job and uh, like everything goes wrong in this one day, just really, really bad wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he falls in with the Selma Hayek character. She kind mm-hmm. of rescues him a little bit. Okay. And then it gets into some, like, fantasy stuff. Uh-huh. Like, like um, they can telekinetically move things. and Oh. Or she teaches him how to do this, um. you know. And, uh, and it's another one of those where you don't really want to give too much of it away because it's... It, there is a twist. Yeah, there's yeah, a twist. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, as like a a diverting, you know, hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. It, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say 
it didn't live up to my expectations. I'll say that because it wasn't because I had, I did really respect that guy. Yeah. um, And I I don't think it was at that level, but it was definitely more mainstream. Okay. Than another earth, which was was pretty indie, you know, definitely. Well, maybe if I go into it, you know, having listened to what you've said, then maybe I'll be blown away. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. I'll I'll have mediocre, um, yeah expectations (laughs) yeah yeah no I think um I don't know I I saw that also had mixed reviews just because after I saw it I try not to look at reviews beforehand but I looked afterwards just because I was curious and um some people thought it was great and you know there were others who were pretty let down so okay okay well yeah I'm intrigued yeah (laughs) definitely mind-bending definitely in that one in that film it's like literally light and dark shift between like these two different realities <laughs> okay so so that ties up our um light and dark episode I guess. yes oh <laughs> i think we have a title yeah theme see how i did that you. i didn't even plan that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great though yeah so we will be back here again come friday yeah, in a few days. Yeah. So I, think uh, so I guess instead of have a great weekend, have a great rest of your week, guys. Yes. We're a little <laughs> bit late this week, so yeah, we're, just, yeah. we're not mentioning that, really. Yeah, no. <laughs> have a good week. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll see you next- Crystal, you know when you desperately need a teddy bear-shaped cake pan to bake a teddy bear-shaped cake? Emily, don't I ever know that feeling. And then I just end up making a plain old boring round cake. It's the worst. Ugh. Or when you need to sew a dress for the party that requires a teddy bear shaped cake, but you don't have a sewing machine or a pattern and you don't know how to sew. Ugh, I hate when that happens. And of course, we all know what it's like when your bike chain breaks while you're riding your bike to that party. Well, when all three of those scenarios happen to me, I visit the Library of Things here at the Public Library. Our collection now includes non-traditional library items such as cake pans in every shape imaginable, a sewing machine, and a bike repair kit. And we've recently added hotspots and webcams. And more new things are added all the time. And we even take suggestions if we don't have something that you want. So head on over to your Nacogdoches Public Library for all your not-so-common needs. Even if you don't need to bake a cake, sew a dress, or fix a bike.